0: Welcome to Authentic Alchemy, the place where we tap into infinite possibilities and attract your deepest desires. I am your host, Emily Burke, and if you have found yourself here, congratulations. You've just taken a step towards your next up level and expansion. On this show, we dive into all things manifestation, shadow work, spirituality, personal growth, and creating your most authentically you dream life. Well done for choosing you by pressing play today. Now let's begin. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Authentic Alchemy. I'm so incredibly grateful that you are here. I'm so humbled that you are tuning in and listening to me and my beautiful guests. I am so incredibly excited for today's guest. We have the beautiful Becky Freeman on and she's going to be talking to us all about Transitioning through phases of change through phases like perimenopause and menopause with grace, and allowing that to really be um, a beautiful time for you. And I'm really excited to learn about this because this is new to me. I have seen so many beautiful women in my life um, go through this phase. And I know for sure that there are definitely many of you listening who are either approaching this phase of your life or are in the middle of it and would love some beautiful support. So, Becky is a women's health and lifestyle coach and registered counselor supporting women to transition into and thrive in the second half of their lives. Becky is passionate in her belief that the experience of perimenopause and menopause doesn't have to rule your life. With holistic supports in place, you can move through this time of change and transition to find even more purpose, passion, and power. Using her signature framework of wellness, mindset, and meaning, Becky helps her clients restore her vitality, rediscover their passion for life, and redefine their sense of self. So, welcome, Becky, to Authentic Alchemy.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so delighted to be here, Emily.
0: This is going to be brilliant. Um, I always ask all of my guests first up to answer this one question and that is what does authenticity mean to you?
1: Okay, yes. So authentic- for me authenticity is, is simply being true to my true to myself. Um being uh, i think it's something that evolves as we do as human um, and i think that it's just not pretending to be anything that you're not um really just yeah just being true to true to staying in your own lane and i think that it's it's so key obviously in life but also in business i've found very much um really really bringing it bringing myself back and not getting caught with the you know comparison itis and that kind of thing. So I always think that just remembering, you know, who I am and what my authentic self and my and my message, my unique messaging is, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I use that uh metaphor of staying in my own lane, like on a daily basis, and whether it be in my personal life or in business, it's just, it's a really beautiful visual to be able to just go, hang on a minute. Am I trying to hop into somebody else's lane, into somebody else's zone of genius or is this actually authentic to me? And is this what I want to create? And is this who I am? And the thing is, is, you know, over uh, in my world, it's all, um, you know, I teach about manifestation and creating your authentic dream life and the thing is is the more authentic you are, the more magnetic you become because you're in alignment with with that dream life because your mm. your authenticity is, you know, it's your your dream life is your authenticity. Um, yeah. and so it's it's so, so, so powerful. so yeah. I would love if you could let us know a little bit more about you. For anybody who hasn't met you before, is new to you, can you give us a little bit of a backstory as to um, who you are, um, how you serve in the world and um, and all of those beautiful things and as much or as little detail as you feel called to share?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um. So I am Becky. I am a mum. My boys have all grown up well and truly and they're off doing um, their own things in the world. And probably it was as my youngest was starting, it was, was sort of, you know, in his final year of high school and I had just a few years prior to that gone through, you know, a very um you know, the breakdown of a very long marriage. So uh, so for that final year, Emily, it was just him and I at home um, but I sort of, he had made no secrets about the fact that as soon as he had finished school, he was going to leave home and go out and do his own thing. And I live in a small country town, so it was, um, it was very, you know, he made no secret about the fact that he was going to move away from the small country town and down to the capital city where his brothers were and do his own thing. So I had to really... Um, you know, so so not only was I sort of finding myself after being, you know, being in that long marriage and then coming out of it, but I also realised very quickly that I needed something to keep me occupied <laughs> after my youngest left home. Like I, I was only 40, what was I, 48, 49, 47 so I, you know, so I really had to, yeah, work out what I was going to do. So I went back and I studied um, to become a women's health and lifestyle coach. I had, I was working as a counsellor at that stage, so I'm a qualified counsellor as well. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of that's the bit of backstory as to how. And then, so then once um, once he left, I then. You know, um, well, I then birthed Breathe and Blossom, which is my business. Um, and that is a business that is coaching and counselling and candle making, but they also um, create beautiful all natural soy wax and essential oil candles. And that was probably that they, they were that was my first offering into the world. And um and, and I, I've since expanded to include my counselling and coaching support services um, to women who are you know transitioning into that sort of later. I mean my counselling is for anyone from 12 and up, but my coaching is specifically around that, you know, beautiful and powerful time in a woman's life, um, which unfortunately can be tricky and, and it's also not something that when I was when I was having my own experience of, of that transition there didn't seem to be much conversation around it and not a lot of supports either is what my experience was which is why I felt so called to create this beautiful um, container that is my coaching experience
0: amazing i i'm like blown away by you for many reasons but one thing i want to say is that it takes a lot of courage to and, and i say this from knowing a lot of people in that you know and i don't, you know you want to call it the later phase in your life whatever you know in their um Uh, I think that that's like a very like societal kind of thing of like the later phase of your life. It's just a phase of your life. People are living to 120 now, like realistically being in Mm. your fifties and sixties is like you're halfway done. Um, Mm. But but, you know, (laughs) like going, okay, well this is actually an opportunity to create something new and to have the courage to step into something totally unknown Um, You know, once you've kind of moved past that real like hands on motherhood experience is really, really beautiful and very, very inspiring um, because I think a lot of uh, women in particular get quite lost in that um, empty nester phase. Mm. Um, But I really want to talk about um, this, the coaching that you do. And it's so interesting because you hear so often these perspectives around um getting older or um, you know, uh, menopause and, and things like that. Mm. And and I I'm I'm I have not gone through it. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> know what it is. My <laughs> main is, you know, is watching my mother go through it and like, oh my goodness, that I I will never forget being like watching my sister's basketball game in the middle of winter and it was freezing cold in this basketball stadium like I'm talking we had like so many layers on and Mm. like coats and things like that and my my mum just turned to me and she was like red like bright red and she goes I have to take my clothes off and she (laughs) went down to like her like um little singlet underneath and she's sitting there sweating profusely and I was like Oh, my God. And this was, like, a regular thing that was happening to her. Mm -hmm. She'd all of a sudden just get these, like, horrible hot flashes. But the big thing that, like, I hear all the time and, you know, uh, you know, I'm only just turned 30 and I I get – you know, the women at my beautiful yoga studio or at at work or just people that I know and they're like, just wait until you get older and, you know, you're not going to be able to get up and down the the way that you used to. You know, this is going to go and this is happening. And it's so interesting because I've been in this personal development world for quite a a while now and have just I just have a different perspective about everything um (laughs) and I just have this mindset that I've adopted that the older I get the more beautiful I get the older I get the more vitality I have the older I get the wiser I am the older I get the healthier I am um and and I and I've said a few times to some beautiful you know women who are like oh you know they're there and I'm like I intend to age with grace that oh. that's that's my intention and you know call me naive i call myself a little bit delusional and that's how i choose to live my life and i'm oh, sort of,
1: i'm I'm here for
0: it i am absolutely here for yep. that kind of delusion for sure i think we all
1: have to have a little bit of that
0: don't we yes for sure well well you know um i i, I read something really interesting and i'm currently reading um ask and it is given by esther and jerry hicks and yeah. it's incredible. And they said something before it's like only look at reality if it's the reality that you actually want to live. Yes. Otherwise, you need to be looking towards a reality that you do want to do want to live. So it's yeah. very, very interesting. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I, you know, have quite a unique perspective on on aging and and you know, quote unquote getting older. I would love to hear your perspective on going through, you know, those inevitable changes like menopause, like, you know, getting older and I would love to hear, you know, that that um mindset that you have and your perspective on those phases of 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 your life.
1: Well, I think that um well, I, I was going to say that mindset is the magic. Honestly, it is your experience will be shaped By your expectation. So, I would highly encourage everyone to expect great and wonderful things going forward, whatever, you know, whatever transition or change is looming. And let's be honest, this change, you know, change is a constant. And I think people can run into difficult difficulties um, when they resist. Change. So yes. I think embracing it with a oh this is a new experience to, it's a new opportunity to learn. So I think, um, you know, really fostering a, a, a keen sense of curiosity is also really, you know, can really completely flip the script and change your experience as well. So if you if you kind of go into it like with a sense of wonder and, well, what am I going to learn here? Um, I think that's just, that's, that's something that I love to do is always, I I have this innate curiosity um, about every experience. And, and that's not to say that I don't have, you know, I don't have experiences that are unpleasant. You know, that's not, I don't live in a, you know, in a complete fantasy land. But I still think um, I, I genuinely believe that with tra- any transition, if you can keep yourself open to the learnings, to finding the joy um, in in the experience, uh, I, I genuinely believe that that is that can be um, really supportive.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it it really is. I like. I preach this all day long. I wouldn't say preach very often, but I do preach this that you know um, that your mindset and your perspective on on a- everything is mm-hmm. is like the number one thing. and it's very easy to get caught up in um, what society has told you an experience mm. is going to be like, what the people around you have told you an experience is going to be like um and I've started using the the term like I'm just unsubscribing from this like yeah. I'm just like clicking unsubscribe but that is just no I'm not like and like the the analogy that's coming through for me now is like you know your email inbox and you subscribe to all of these things just kind of like not really thinking about about the the consequences of it and your email mm. inbox um or your reality gets flooded with all of these beliefs and And experiences and it's very easy to get overwhelmed by them and to just consider them that that's just the way that it is but if you scroll down to the very bottom you actually have the capacity to like the ability to press unsubscribe and and if it just takes like a few minutes and like consistency to shift the way that you think about these um times in in your life um i had a question and now it's left me hang on um Come um, back to me. Uh, it, will,
1: it will. It will come back. It will come back. Honestly, yes. oh, but that, I I love that analogy though, Emily. I really do. I think that's f- fabulous. Yeah. The, yeah.
0: I was just going to say, how do you? Because it's very interesting. Because when you look back through histories and in and in certain cultures that like now still, the way that we um, value. You know, for instance, like our elders in our word, or women, um, women and men, but women in particular who are you know uh, that that wise woman um, mm. phase of your life. And the thing is, in, is our in our Western culture we so value youth. You know, oh. we so value, you know, uh, smooth skin and and being yes. like, you know, these like perfect little bodies and yes. um, having this sprightly energy and things like that. And we don't necessarily value um, the wise women in our communities. So I'd love mm-hmm. to hear a little bit about how, again, your perspective on that and how you think that those your know, societal. Um, values impact women as they do get older and do you know move into the that next phase you know out of you know that useful mother phase in your mothering phase into you know the the wise wild woman in their you know 50s 60s and beyond
1: this is such a fascinating, um, such a fascinating area, because what um, and it's you're so right. Our society, our kind of patriarchal society, which does value that you know youth and and so called air quote beauty, youth and beauty over wisdom and experience. You know they're valued so much more highly, um, sadly. But one thing I, I found, find fascinating about this is that research has shown that women in the cultures that do revere and hold up in, in a very high esteem, their crones or their wise women or the older women in, in their society uh, and community actually have little to know. Um, distressing symptoms of menopause so I find that that like it's just when I when I read through the um, where I read that I'm just like oh my goodness this research actually says that western like and I mean there's a lot of things that play into that it's not just the fact that um, the older woman in those cultures um, is so revered um, Mm. but it's still I think it's still fascinating that 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 shapes the experience and the suffering or lack of that, mm. um, yeah, that, that's one thing I would say about that. Um, and that, again, I think that, you know, it's it's we now as women in the second half of our lives have, um, I'm not going to say a responsibility, but I'm going to say I think that we need to just you know, not go quietly. You know, we need to get visible, and you know, use our voices. And that's, you know, again, that's part of why I created Radiant, to, so that to support women to actually. S- you know, unsubscribe from those. You know those those um, very narrow um, definitions or you know um, expectations that we go quietly and you know cut our hair and go you know whatever, whatever all of the things. So I think what's really important is um, always going back to the mindset um, is always you know if if we're finding things difficult checking in with ourselves and asking ourselves, what stories am I telling myself about this right now? Um, Because we take on the stories, as you mentioned, as you sort of talked about before, Emily, we take on the stories that society tells us subconsciously. You know, I mean, the messaging's everywhere, isn't it, really, about, you know, what we should be, you know, who we should be, how we
0: should be. Mm. as women you know 50 plus or 60 plus it's it's so fascinating and even even like what's i like come to mind here which is seems unrelated but I actually think that it's it's not it's even those things around like uh what and and I can't remember like my my mum even saying things like this to, to me and everything going I don't think that this is age appropriate for me to wear this anymore. I don't mm. think that this is, you know, the kind of hairstyle that that somebody you know, does this suit you know, I'm you know 65 now like is this what I should be wearing and and there's so many different things and like I I really don't like the the word appropriate in the sense that it's quite often used. Mm. Um in that sense of I don't think that's appropriate for you to do that um, in terms well, of that's not appropriate for you to fit into this box that we've placed mm. you in as as a society um, because I think it's all just bullshit and what's appropriate for yeah. you is different to what's appropriate to somebody else.
1: Absolutely, and it's such a judgmental term, isn't it?
0: Appropriate,
1: like oh, and so, and I think that ties in with authenticity too, doesn't it? Like you know, no, I'm this is appropriate for me because I'm making this choice, and whether you think it's appropriate or not is really not
0: not my concern. Yeah, exactly, exactly um even oh sorry even even
1: on that I was gonna say it's so funny because even though this is the work I do it's what I teach and preach and not no I don't preach either but yeah um having having said that I um I've got my camera off as I meant as we mentioned before because of my poor internet but I went I purchased this super super bright uh green shirt um earlier in the week but when I put it on and the girls are there looking and I'm like, do you think it's too young for me? Mm. and even even though this is what I do i still i still found myself asking that question or oh, do you think it's a bit too young mm. and it's fascinating like how how deeply that goes that thought of oh I don't know i'm 51 now i don't know whether i you know should be wearing this bright color
0: <laughs> I still have that and i had to kind of like check in with myself because I went through a little bit of fate of a phase um like maybe like, two years ago and like I'm talking I was 28 but you know Mm -hmm. in my early 20s and stuff like that I was wearing crop tops had my belly out like Mm -hmm. you know little things and and I went through this phase where I was like well I'm starting to get a little bit more mature now it's probably time that I start to dress a little bit more appropriately (laughs) for my age you know and like I love wearing certain things that I just feel a little bit more you know grown up in like I feel more womanly in but I like checked myself like a, a year ago, like like it, it was a very short period of time, and I was like, "Fuck that!" Like I want to, I <laughs> like wearing top tops and having my belly out. I like showing the fact that I have like a few little and like I'm talking. I'm a very fit and healthy person, and I love my body. But I have very natural like little, uh, like mm. bits of that because I'm a human being and sure. um, and things like that. And I'm like, I'm not going to stop like wearing my like little um, bike shorts when I go to the gym because like yeah. you can almost see like a li- little bit of booty going on there and I'm like <laughs> no I don't care <laughs> that I'm 30 and this, this is happening at 30 like I can't imagine what's happening mm. for women when they reach 60 or 70 mm. and they're mm. having these thoughts about themselves it's like how you know it's like checking with, well, how does this make me feel? Is does this and- feel aligned with me? Like for what purpose do I have the desire to wear this? Why was I attracted to this? Yeah. And if there's anything saying no, is it coming from within or is it coming from without?
1: Yeah, yeah. Per- absolutely perfect questions. And you know what? This top makes me feel so good and yes. so and so happy and so gorgeous.
0: Like, oh my goodness. I'm just yes. in, in love with how it makes me feel. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And that's all that matters. And you know what? I always think that when you do things that feel like they're a little bit outside the norm, they all they either inspire people. To kind of yeah. go, oh, well, they can do it, I can do that too. Or they yeah. trigger the shit out of people, which is also yeah. a good thing. I think we do a lot of things because we're afraid to trigger others, but mm. triggering, triggering somebody when it's come from a place of, you know, authenticity and integrity mm. um, and, and love, you know, for self. Hmm. It's actually a good thing because it it, it sh- helps somebody else see their own um, patterns or wounding or whatever they've got going yeah. on. And it's, it's actually not your business if it triggers them. Right. Um, so it's very, very important. I really want to shift gears because <laughs> I want to talk a little bit more about um the work that you do um so can you give us a little bit of an idea about what are some of like the biggest challenge we've kind of talked about some of these um already but what are some of the biggest challenges people have with moving through um these life changes um like menopause and perimenopause well I think the two of the biggest
1: ones are well perimenopause and menopause um it's the physical, like you mentioned, you told you told the story of your mum. So mm-hmm. it can be quite a distressing for some women. Can find the physical symptoms of that hormonal shifting gears and changing and dropping off of levels and all of the rest of it very distressing and disruptive. And so, what starts with a physical symptom can then um, can then sort of move through and impact mood, and you know, con- like it can and can just sort of fall flow on a whole lot of things. So I think that what one of the things that is super important is to make sure that the physical symptoms are. Managed in a way that feels supportive for whoever is going through that experience, because that then is going to to um, shape the rest of their experience. And we can talk about celebrating this stage in your life and and making it joyous and um you know authentic and stepping into your power. But if you're having hot flashes, night sweats, and not sleeping, and your mood is out of control, and you don't know like it was one. Experience that 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 really you know really challenged me was my because I'm I see myself as someone who is very even tempered very 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 cruisy um, it's pretty hard to upset me you yeah. know like I am pretty mild mannered happy um, always see the best in a situation positive and so one of the things that shook me to my core was the intense rage mm. i i experienced as i was going through <laughs> as i was going through my own um journey of, of, of perimenopause and the hormonal changes um, so i i just think that you know it's it's making sure that you get some support whatever that looks like when you're experiencing um those symptoms those physical symptoms of your hormonal shifts and changes. Mm. Um and so what um, what was the what was the rest of the question? Oh that was the question the the biggest challenges. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so so the physical is to start with and then, then you move more into uh what because it oftentimes will come a you know will accompany other life changes i guess that's the thing too such as your children leaving home or or, or certainly if they're not leaving home they're gaining more independence which then leaves you quite quite um quite lo- uh sorry what's the word i'm looking for Lost, quite, lo- lo- uh, quite lost yeah what i was going to say is that more than likely, so it's not everyone's experience, but but then you kind of then going, Oh, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? You know, my kid, what, 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 my You know, you've devoted these years to raising these humans, and or or not maybe it maybe you don't have children, but maybe you've you spent years building your career up or 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 creating you know a a home for your partner or or whatever it might be. But you just get getting to this point now where some so these changes can converge and so there can be actually almost a bit of a cro- an identity crisis that comes through around that time as well emily so mm-hmm. that's some um, so looking at all of that so what do i do now what is my purpose here what am i here for now that i am in this um, in this stage of my life
0: mm-hmm. amazing it's it, it really really is something that like i've seen so many people really Struggle with, and I'm obviously not in that phase mm-hmm. yet. But it's just you know overheard conversations and and things like that. And um, and one thing that I I which I think is true for so many different kind of experiences that people have is that it can be very different for so many diff- for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no one you know kind of uh, way that it that it unfolds, and everybody's situation is different and. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned this at the, at the beginning was around that. It's just not talked about as much, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it's, I think that there's a real craving for, um, you know, really positive support out there rather. And when I say not talked about, I think that there's Plenty of of pe- experiences that people are having where they're talking about a lot it a lot in the sense of complaining about it a lot, mm. which you know is fun. You know, I, like you said, rage rage came out for you and I and I smiled then because <laughs> I fucking love rage and I, <laughs> when it comes out, and I think that you know it's a time when for a lot of women it does um express itself, mm. but there's I think that there is a real lack in in the in the world for women to be able to come together and actually support um, each other in those spaces. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd love to hear, uh, and maybe we'll start with like some of those physical things because I know, Lovna, one thing you asked me at the very beginning of um before we press record was do I have some essential oils with me um and so I'd love to hear about like um maybe some like practical kind of little like physical things that that um people may be able to do women, women may be able to do when they are in in those phases of life just to support them
1: well, I would suggest. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm a very, very, very into my essential oils. They're a huge part of my every, every part of my life. So, and there are some wonderful essential oils that can help with all of the symptoms um, of, you know, of, of menopause um, and perimenopause. So, whether it's the hot flushes, so you, you know, you're looking at your your peppermint is a beautiful cooling oil. Always going for the lavender because that's such a beautiful all round oil um there's there's all sorts of essential oils that can help but i would also suggest um you know sort of looking at supplementation as well there's lots of different supplements that that natural things that can help um that can help some of the ease some of those symptoms so some going i would Definitely recommend, you know, getting some, maybe going and getting a naturopath or a functional medicine kind of um, doctor consultation if the symptoms are, are significant enough and distressing enough. Like I said, if you're not sleeping, then it's very, very hard to see anything through a positive lens let's be you know yeah. if you it, we know that sleep is so key to perspective um so we can go yay, celebrate you know celebrate and find the joy but if you're not sleeping and you're feeling all of this physical stuff it's very 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 difficult so don't i would really say to women if they're having any of this stuff go and get some professional support with it and i'll, I'll you know, I, I like the kind of more natural and holistic supports, but whatever works with you. Um, But don't sort of sit and suffer. Don't feel, you know, don't feel embarrassed or like it's only a little thing. Oh, I'm just have, you know, don't minimise it, Go, you know, own it. Go and get some support with it.
0: Oh, my gosh. I, I love that. Don't minimise it. I think as women we do that so often. Mm. It's just kind of like... Expected that like your period will be really painful and uncomfortable, yep. and you know you'll have PMS where you're just yeah like, no <laughs> it's yep actually yep. not normal. It's what I and I say that very like um you know lightly. Don't take it the wrong way or do I don't really care. Um, it's it's actually not normal <laughs> to be like experiencing that, yeah. it, but it's. And it's not normal in the sense that there is actually a very natural way to balance that out so you don't. And I I say this from my own experience, having had, like, horrible, horrible, horrible periods because of, like, major hormone imbalance. Actually, I wouldn't even say major hormone imbalances. They were just, like, your stock standard hormone imbalances, but they were causing, like, major health issues for me. And I went and saw a naturopath, and I'm talking with him, like, like within a month I was seeing improvements within like three to six months I was like no pain nothing and I and I know because I've spoken to my naturopath about that she helps people going through menopause and and things Mm. like that all the time yep um and it's it's one of those things that if you invest that in your health the way that you feel it just It it changes everything. And like he said, when you are tired and you feel like crap and somebody's going, just have a positive attitude on it. This is like a beautiful (laughs) time in your life. You're going, fuck you. Exactly. 100 (laughs) percent And um, it's really, really um uh easy, I think, as women to just go, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I won't, I don't want to make a fuss. Make a Uh. fuss. Yeah, take up space and make a fuss. That's um, it. Yeah, I it was just take up space. That's my new mantra. Um, <laughs> yes, love it. Um, what other kinds of things um, can we do? So that's like more the, the physical, um, the physical kind of things in terms of like essential oils, gaining like the, those supports um, to see like a, a health professional. Um, what are some other uh, ways? More on like the um you know personal level i guess that we we can help them move through this time with grace and it may be you know the menopause but also like a a challenging time and moving into something that's new and unknown yeah so again i think always um look look for some support
1: if things are challenging because supports around um you know, look to your own mindset and the stories that you are telling yourself about what you're experiencing. Um, seek out community because they're so powerful. So find some, you know, find some women, you know, that might be able to, you know, you might be able to support each other. So, so I think community is such a such a beautiful um, way to to overcome challenges. Um, just. You know, um, I think that yeah, that like we were talking about before, like the curiosity approach, sort of just looking for things that can you can learn. And I do think that you know, as we move into that second phase of our second half of our lives, um, you know, I think taking like doing a conscious effort to perhaps learn a new skill. Or cultivate, I and mean, then this is what I this is what I support women do in my in my coaching program is you know go cast your mind back to when you know before perhaps you know you when you were younger and had less responsibilities or whatever. What was it that you always wanted to be when you grew up? So you know, can we bring that back if you if if that was something that you didn't end up to, you know exploring, um, you know? So really finding out what
0: lights you up. And and doing more of it. It's it it's it's so simple and yet I I think so many people find that really, really hard. Mm. And like I always say, just like just go and taste, like go and mm. have a taste test of life. Yes. Like that is, you are not gonna figure it out sitting <laughs> at home wondering like what you want like what you enjoy doing. Like if something goes, huh, it seems interesting, I'm not really sure about it. I'll give it a go it seems like I'm curious about that and like I love that mentality that you've got going on of like just get curious like I've um you know like I remember going to my first women's circle like a few years ago I was like I have no idea what is going to happen here (laughs) I was like I have no idea this is a little bit scary but also like exciting I like cracked open like a whole new world and you know like like learn how to I don't know. Garden. Learn a craft. Yeah. Something like that. Like, um, I know for me, a goal that I've got at the moment to do in the next uh, twelve months is to start learning horse riding.
1: Ooh, like yeah.
0: And my mentality was is I didn't get to do it as a kid, and most people who do horse riding kind of did it as children. Mm. So therefore, like as an adult, learning how to do like horse ride wouldn't be something that I would be able to do. And I was like. What not stupid, true, not what true. <laughs> perspective and i i don't use the word stupid very often but i was like where the fuck did i get that from <laughs> like, i was like i am like i am capable of learning anything and if there's one thing yes. that keeps you um actually this is super interesting before we move into our final couple of questions i recently watched a documentary series on netflix all around the blue zones and the blue zones um in the in the world are the part the areas of the world where they have the most centenarians, which are people who live yep. over a hundred. Now, not mm-hmm. only are people living over a hundred, but they're actually really healthy and living very yeah. kind of like, like vibrant um and vitality. Uh, I don't know what the right word. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Vibrant, vibrant lives with a lot of yep. vitality. Yep. Um and one thing that like every single one of them had in common is that they all had some kind of sense of purpose. Yes. Um. So, and it didn't need to be this like big, like I think that word is thrown around so much of like, I need to have this like big, like world changing purpose. No, sometimes their purpose was, is that they had like a garden that they would get up and nurture for a couple of hours every yes. day. And then they would go and they would share some of the vegetables and things with the people in their community. You know, yeah. maybe it was oh, yeah, yeah. um like a, a, a charity that they they um uh what's it called uh volunteered at like yep anything, something yep. that they were excited to get up to do. Yep. In day. Um yep. and they were getting up and they were moving and most Ooh. of it was like incidental movement. They weren't none of them actually worked out, they just yeah. moved in their day to day, which comes yep. from doing activities like just go and hide some different things like start a walking group and create that community because that was another thing that they had and you know it it may seem like 100 feels very very far away like and if you're like 50 like 100 that you're halfway like (laughs) all your life that you've been still are making like 10 year goals they are like in yes. their 90s yeah. or 100 yeah. and they are yeah. making goals for the next 10 years and that like, and that future
1: focus is so so key mm-hmm. it really is and and that you know that's kind of what we cover in the third my my third pillar like in meaning and it, like you say the purpose doesn't have to be um, something you know earth shattering yeah. um but it's a, but it's a reason to get up in the morning yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah 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 fascinating it, it it's so 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 interesting um and horse riding you oh my goodness do it do it do it you'll love it it's i'm my, so, it's one of my
1: favorite things in the world i don't oh, get to do it a lot but oh my
0: goodness it's such a treat for me oh, so you, you will love amazing. it amazing i love horses i love yeah, horses. Too. I, I grew up for a few quite a few years growing up there was a horse paddock like just down the road a little bit and every yep. dogs it was like right there and i like <laughs> I just always felt so connected to the horses, yes. and just had that block for such a long time. And I've I've been uh, popping some money aside, and it's gonna be um, I'm gonna oh, devote some time oh, to be able to do it. So I'm really I'm so excited for you. Twenty twenty four is the year of year of the um, wild horse lady over here. Yay! <laughs> um, you've, I could literally talk about this. Before. Like this is so interesting this has like opened my mind I can already feel um that this is going to support so many people um I have two final questions to ask um the first one is uh can you tell us about a manifestation that has unfolded in your life and how that um came about how that unfolded and it can be something that was really big or something small any kind of little moment of magic
1: absolutely love to um so i what i haven't shared yet is but it was actually coming up for me while we were talking before about learning so i also um i also um started my business with running candle making workshops which were incredibly and we were going through lockdowns then so, so it was kind of in between lockdowns and so it was such a beautiful time of connection um, for the women who would come and there's just so much fun. So when I was getting all of this, like the organisation of my first workshops, in-person workshops, I'd never run them before. So there was a fair amount of angst as, you know, how popular will they be? You know, people going to come and pay money to me to make these candles. And I was working with a coach and she and I um, did a manifestation visualisation and the and what what I what I was putting out into and seeking um, to manifest Emily was a fully booked workshop, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, my workshop sold out. Amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So not earth-shattering, but very, very um affirming for me and exciting to have a work my first ever workshop that I'd ever run sold out after oh, yeah. that ma- after that manifestation visualization.
0: Oh it's amazing and I know there's a lot of women um and people who listen to the podcast who are you know, creating their own things and yeah. can resonate with that feeling going, like, I don't know, if is anybody even going to, like, show up? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, so it's really, it, it may not feel earth-shattering, but at the time it certainly feels that way, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Um awesome. For sure. It it feels like you know, like when you're a kid, and and this is coming from my own experience, like when you throw a birthday party as a kid, and it's like the couple of hours beforehand, and you're like, "Is anybody going to come? Like, yeah. <laughs> am I just going to be sitting here at a party by myself?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, beautiful, I love that. Um, and the second one is is can you share um something that you are currently manifesting? And I. Always ask this question because I am just on a mission to get rid of this idea that if you make a wish, you shouldn't tell anybody about it because it won't come true. I'm like, scream your desires from the rooftops. It helps anchor them in. It gives them more power. So, can you share with us something that you are currently manifesting?
1: Yes, I'd love to. And actually, it goes it goes a little bit. It flows on a little bit because I I genuinely feel that I am. In the process like i'm living my pinch me life like uh my you know my what i've been manifesting is is coming every day every day more it gets closer and closer i feel like you know so i what i really wanted to was to move away from my day job And build up my coaching and counseling practice Mm. uh, to the point where it would support me totally. And my diary is filling up day by day, each day. Like when I look compared to now, from now compared to six months ago, I'm busier, I have more clients. So it's actually coming to be every day. So that's the first bit of the answer. So I I really feel like I am manifesting more clients, both coaching and counselling, and they are coming. They are coming. So it's actually like I'm visualising and seeing, you know, the money go into my bank, my, my calendar filling up, and it's happening. It is happening. So I'm very excited about that. But the other big thing that hasn't happened yet, which I am manifesting, um, so it, the planning phase will start, you know, because um, I think that, you know, manifesting, and I know that you talk about this, it's more than it's more than just putting it out, a wish out there into the universe. There's some actions that need to follow mm-hmm. the, that, the energy of that. Um, so my, my other thing is... My own podcast. That's next, so exciting. <laughs> next yes. Year, yes. Next year. Next year, 2024, I will have my
0: own podcast. That's my big manifesting thing. Oh, That's amazing. <laughs> and you know what's so funny is when you're first talking about like um, your manifested things and, and my mind didn't want, but like I started to think about like my podcast and I was having a little moment of going like like it's been it's been a bit over a year now maybe like 15 months that i've authentic alchemy has been underway and you know um i've really started to kind of create some consistency here and things and like i remember i used to dream about having guests come on and then i i you know i started off with just having my friends you know or people that i i already knew kind of coming on and this is the second round now of bringing people that i i don't know and having like an application process that you know i i i put it out there the first time i put it out there i had you know maybe i don't know maybe like 10 people apply to be on the show um maybe not even that maybe only about 9 um, and then this round, the round that um, that yeah. you applied for, I had like thirty six people apply. Yeah. So I, I I actually got to have some discernment around mm. who I wanted to bring on, and you know, creating a range and going, well, what topics would I like to cover, and yeah. you know um and really you know this week I'm recording nine podcast episodes in a week wow. <laughs> um some of them some of them are me going on other people's shows which is another manifestation and this all started from me right exactly where you are kind of going I'm going to start a podcast yeah. I have no idea how to do this I'm going to yeah. figure it out I'm going to make it work and it's going to happen and yeah it does and it just unfolds and it, it starts to grow and grow and grow and I guess I'm the reason I'm telling, um, saying this is for anybody listening, kind of going. I have this dream. It, it we all start from nothing, you know. Well, we don't even start from nothing. We have we start with the resources and the experiences that we have. But we all start with that like desire, and if it, the, the desire is in you, it's for you. And you know, just be patient with it. Be patient. Be consistent. Take that action, um, and it will happen.
1: Yes. I love that. I know. That's so, How cool is it that we get to leave, leave, you know, make these, put these little wishes out into the world and, and the energy and the action behind it. And then, you know, like I said, that we're just having those pinch me moments. Oh. How special, how special.
0: Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, Becky, I have loved this. This has been brilliant. <laughs> can you please tell everybody where they can find you and connect with you?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I've just actually reinvigorated my Facebook group and that's where I'm going to be hanging out the most. I do have, um, I am still over on Instagram occasionally, but my Facebook group is where I am going to be the most and that is just uh, Breathe and Blossom Women's Health and Wellness is my Facebook group. I am on the gram at Breathe and Blossom um, and yeah, that's well that's where I that's where that's where they can find me,
0: Emily. Beautiful. And I'll pop all those links in the show notes so you can find <laughs> Becky and connect with her. And um, you know, obviously if you've really found value here, like we'd both love for you to um reach out and DM us um and message us and say that you listened and, and let us know what your aha moments were in um it really means a lot it's really lovely to be able to um you know on my end I see all of these numbers and things like that of people watching the show and it's always so exciting when I get to connect with with one of those people because you're not just numbers to me I see like individual little people like beautiful people there that I you know um love connecting with and and it's it's so exciting so please do reach out if you found value here if you learner and I'm assuming that if you have listened this far you found value <laughs> make that assumption and that you loved every second of this because otherwise you would have turned it off
1: That's
0: um, <laughs> um thank you so much Becky for coming on I really really appreciate your time oh
1: my absolute pleasure I have loved every minute and could keep chatting for hours Really, heavily. <laughs> loving it
0: <laughs> beautiful thank you If you've listened this far, well done. You're truly devoted to creating a life of your deepest desires. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend. Or better yet, rate and review the show. It truly does help get this message into the hearts of more people who need it. Plus, it's like giving me a big virtual hug. Don't forget to DM me over on Instagram at I am Emily Burke and share your biggest takeaways and aha moments. I love connecting with you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And until next time, keep making moves to create your most authentically you dream life.